Hello and welcome to this special episode of No Load Time, pre-E3 predictions. My name is Obed Velez and with me, the most interesting man in the world, Julia. What's good, No Load Time? Good to be with you for this special episode with some special people. You guys are awesome. Thank you for always tuning in. Absolutely. Thank you guys for all your support uh, for the last few weeks. It's been great. Uh, so we really appreciate it. Again, if you're uh, listening through uh, Google Play or iTunes, just go ahead and leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Send us an email, nolotime.gmail.com. We'd absolutely love to hear from you guys. And if you have any questions for us about this E3 stuff, feel free to send it. And we'll talk about it next week because next week we're going to have that's it our post-E3 stuff. And um, we'll see how well we do on this one. We have a, a few things that we think will happen. Some news that we're going to talk about uh, that broke this week. And, of course, you know, a big announcement from Google and, and other stuff that happened. But, Joel, before we jump in, uh, you went and watched a, uh, a small movie. Uh, by the name, by the name of Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and I want to hear your impressions about that, sir, because that's one of the movies that I was really excited about. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to catch it in the movie theater. Um, I may, but I'll, I'll definitely try to go out of my way and, and watch it. But Joel, tell me what's up with that. Yeah, man, uh, that's uh, this is one of those movies that really is um, controversial in the sense of some people are going to love it, some people are going to hate it. Uh, and, you know, going into it, I try to have a very much an open mind. Uh, you and I both talked about it beforehand. It really got ripped for some really low reviews. Um, similar to how we talked about Aladdin uh, the week before. Um, I really like this movie. Um, and, and I like it just because I like Godzilla. <laughs> That's all you need to like. If you like Godzilla, <laughs> you're fine. Like... The battles they give us are at an amazing scale. Um, it's it's unlike anything we've ever seen from Godzilla before. I, I really mean that. They, they really take him to another level. That you almost feel like... In some ways, when I was watching this movie, it almost felt like the third installment if they were trying to make like a, a Godzilla you know trilogy, right? Like it, it, they, they, they jumped almost like so far ahead in a good way um, by really upping the ante that much more. Uh, of course, you know, we have the, the main monsters that we know about Godzilla, and then we have Mothra and Rodan and Ghidorah, um, but there also are plenty of other monsters that come in that really help you to, to view it as, you know, a world of monsters, and who's going to be the king of the monsters. Uh, and Does it have Jed Jaguar? <laughs> I will say no more, man. I don't want to spoil it for you, no. bro. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. There's, oh. there, was a, there was a few of them. I was like, oh, snap. Okay. So, I need but, to go uh, watch this freaking movie now. Yeah. I mean, there, there's there's people who I, uh, I, I've i talked to that they said they've waited years for this this movie, that they're that big of Godzilla fans. And I know, Obed, you're one of those those fans as well that really loves Godzilla and has been watching him for a while. So, you know, I, I joke, but like eight-year-old me was happy with the movie. He just nice. sat there and he just watched a great uh, Godzilla battle. Negatives about the movie, you know, there definitely exist. Um, you know, I, I, I could see where people weren't too crazy about the, the humans, but they didn't detract from the movie, though. Like, it just, it, it definitely felt like um, I lo you love so much of the monsters that you could just, 
you could do without anything and just have monsters growling and fight for a whole movie and be happy. But I understand that, you know, there, there has to be some, some human element to it, right? And, um, you know, like you've got Millie Bobby Brown, you know, actress from Stranger Things in here. And she could have easily been your cliche teenager who just hates the world and is just, you know, on her on her uh, Facebook live all day or whatever, right? No, like they, they don't, they don't go for those cliches in this movie. Characters make sense for why they have the motivations that they have, except for the villain. And I'm not going to get into it, but, um, there's one, uh, unsuspecting villain. That's kind of like an anti-hero ish kind of character. It's weird. It's weird to describe. John Cena. <laughs> right like i'm not gonna describe i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give away which character it is but when you watch it you'll quickly realize like wow this character is really annoying because of what they're tr- what they're saying they're trying to do is supposed to be right and i think the best villains there are, are the villains that really believe that they're right right i think that they don't see anything wrong yeah, with like thanos, really and thanos and magneto like samasu from dragon ball super sure yeah, yeah, yeah. no that's some of the best villains her villain oh i almost spoiled it this villain is kind of like that but um, but it's ver- it's like a naivety more so. So it's like we're supposed to buy into this, and it I, I didn't buy into it that much personally. But it didn't take away from the movie. So you know, with the, with all that being said, you've heard what I've had to say. Some of you have already seen the movie. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you haven't, um, now you've got the the grain of salt that I've just given to you going into it. Cool, cool, man. I can't wait. I'm real. I was really. This is one of the movies that I was most excited about for this year. Again, unfortunately, family can't be at the movie theater. I can't. I can't be Joe, right, and be the smooth bachelor going to all this <laughs> movie premieres and all this stuff. But I'm definitely gonna try and and, and catch it. Uh, of course, if I don't, then I'll, I'll buy it on Blu-ray because I'm, I'm assuming this is probably gonna it. be. A, yeah, I, and and I, I mean, I'm gonna get it anyway because I'm assuming this is probably gonna be one of those movies that it's gonna be a. Uh, a showcase movie for a uh, surround sound system or, you know, something like that. So, oh, absolutely. I yeah. actually watched this movie in the Dolby format at, at the new, at AMC theaters. Um, this is not a plug for AMC. We're not paid by them, but, <laughs> but they, although, have their... although if you want AMC, we're willing to take your money. <laughs> yes. If you, if you want to talk to us, talk to us, AMC. Uh, but I, I will, I did watch in their Dolby format and those rooms, like there's literally subwoofers under your seats and oh my gosh dude like from the beginning to the end every every scene godzilla just begins to just roar just shaking your chair it was amazing bro nice yeah yeah no it, the the uh, first godzilla movie had really good sound too so oh this takes it up uh, another notch you're nice, gonna, nice. your surround sound's gonna be ready for a great night nice i can't wait can't wait uh joe we got some movie news that we just want to touch up touch up on Real quick before we jump into the E3 um, extravaganza that we have going on here. Um, but it got just announced about an hour ago, confirmed by Sony, that um, the Uncharted movie is coming out December, I believe December 18th, 2020, starting Tom Holland as Nathan, Gr- Nathan Drake. So, movie's on, man. Yeah, I- I'm very happy about this news because I'm a big fan of... of uh... <laughs> of you know uncharted the the entire franchise um for a movie you know i definitely wasn't the route i think that i was suspecting you know when i heard that they were getting tom holland it's very clear they were going a different than traditional route even though yes i I understand uncharted 3 like we do see or spend enough time with a younger nathan drake um so 
going and starting at the origin. But when you have an actor like Tom Holland, it's like, does that mean like if, if people like it so much that you stay in this time timeline or do you quickly jump to an older Nathan Drake? Because obviously Tom can only play a certain age range, right? Like because he's very young. Um, so that's only like questions I have going into for the future of it because Obed, I think between Uncharted and things like The Last of Us, I think there's such good source material from those um, stories that they easily can become franchises and things that people uh, really grab onto. We've talked about before how maybe um, video game franchises could be the future superhero franchises if you can just get one right. If you exactly. could just if you could get one uh, one video game movie done right, it could take off just the way comic book movies have taken off, and maybe this will do it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could very well be. Uh, although I think the last uh, Tomb Raider was pretty was well received and, and made pretty good money, um, but it wasn't like on a, on a different level, right? You need yeah. that movie to take it up a notch. You need that Spider Man. Let you need that Samurai Samurai Spider Man. Exactly uh, from back in the day, um, just to just to break through the barrier. Um, and uh, this movie could very well be it. I'm hoping it is. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited. Who's gonna play Sully, Joel? Who's your oh your my pick? gosh, Sully? Oh man, I mean, you could go like Tom Hanks, or you can go like you know, Bruce it depends Campbell. on who. who yeah, it's like Bruce <laughs> Camp. Like you could go. There's you could. You just gotta have somebody that can give it a lot of personality. Sully's yeah, great. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, the movie was rumored to be in trouble, but apparently it was completely the opposite. It was, it's it's good to go. So yeah, December eighteenth, twenty twenty. We will see what that's all about. And um, yeah, Joe. This week we have a bunch of announcements. Uh, the first announcement that we have this week that we want to touch upon is the. Um, the confirmation of the uh, uh, or, or the announcement of the release date for uh, the new uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and that's going to be November fifteenth, a week after Death Stranding. Uh, so you're going to have completely opposite type of games uh, going against each other, and completely opposite sort of the spectrum when it comes to hardware as well, um, and. Two very anticipated games uh, coming out a week apart from each other, Joel. Um, uh, did you have a chance to watch that trailer that they put out, um, or the or the full direct? I was able to watch the full direct after the fact. I only um, watched the trailer, not the full just watched the trailer. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah it, it looks great. It looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Um, people have been clamoring for uh, for for a console Pokemon game since the N sixty four. And I remember um, back in the day, people were very disappointed when, I mean, not not necessarily disappointed, right? Some people were not because um, they 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 did get something different. But back in the N sixty four, when uh, Pokemon Snap got got announced, and it was uh, it wasn't necessarily an, a Pokemon RPG sort of game, um, and then Coliseum uh, when that game got announced, which will let you take your game your your Pokemon from the Game Boy games and put them up in the, in 3D uh, against each other but it wasn't a fully fledged again Pokemon game and um, this is the first time that uh, because of uh, of the miracle of the switch 
and uh, they, that this game is going to be available for us to play either on our TVs or on the go. Um, I think this is going to be... <laughs> Joe, this is like... like This thing's going to print so much money. And the Switches are going to sell so crazy for Christmas. And we'll get to Nintendo later because I have, I have a few predictions. But... Um, Joel, what what do you think uh, of what do you think of the trailer first of all, and uh, what do you think of uh, what the 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 new direction on on uh, Pokemon is? Oh, I I think it's it's very um, true to itself. Looking at the trailer, it's very true to um, what Pokemon fans love about Pokemon, and I also think that you know like getting now this like we're talking about on the Switch for for an, another generation to enjoy and appreciate. It's the right way to do it. Um, they're pushing this out the right timing. Uh, yeah, ahead of ahead of E3, this is nice because now we should be able to get some some good gameplay out of it. Hopefully, um, some more uh, insight into it, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I, I I loved what I what I saw for it. I mean, I'm not a personally, I'm not a Pokemon. Uh, you know, I'm not with someone who's an average Pokemon you know fan or anything of that nature, but. Um, but I definitely, you know, I'm very familiar and very, very aware of it. And, and uh, you know, when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, cool. I, I'd see why the internet is going, oh, snap, it's back. Yeah, yeah. And they have some really cool new uh, mechanics, the Dynamax mechanic, where your Pokemon basically turns you into a kaiju and you can yeah. fight other Pokemon. So it's, <laughs> it's pretty nuts. That's I, li- I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, so that's one of those expected, uh, unexpected uh, sort of a new new mechanics uh, that um, that the game will have, and um, and I'm happy to see that they're really just going in and giving you a lot of new stuff to do. Not only just get the Pokemon, the game looks really pretty too. Yeah. Uh, so the art style, of course, looks really good, and um, you know, of course, the Switch is is it's it's pretty capable, right? Uh, it's not. Uh, PS4 or even Xbox One levels of of capable, but um, but it looks it looks good. Like uh, I think the uh, Nintendo games uh, really benefit from their art design. I've said it a few times already. Uh, you know, games like uh, Mario Odyssey, uh, Breath of the Wild, and and now Pokemon, of course, Mario Kart, and all these games. Um, they they really use art design to their advantage, and uh, they do it in a very good way. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty pumped. I, I wouldn't mind checking it out. You know, I haven't played a Pokemon game in twenty years, but sure. You know, <laughs> that's a good uh, that's a good place to be. That if you if you're that kind of disconnected, just because you just didn't you know go for it, but you're actually open to playing this. That they've done their job. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it looks good. Um, the other big announcement, Joe, that that we had uh, just this morning. Uh, it is uh, the uh, full reveal of the Google Stadia service, if we want to call it that. We probably should. Um, and and they, they really dropped a, a pretty big bomb here. Uh, this is very, very competitive. Um, no wonder Microsoft and Sony joined forces on that cloud gaming initiative a few, that got announced a, a couple of weeks ago. Um because this is very, they're coming out, they're, they're very aggressive uh, with what this thing is. And um, this will be a $10 a month service for basically play games on the cloud. Um, this is, uh, and this is like, this is their introductory uh, 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 plan or, or they're calling it the pro plan. 
there is going to be a, a no charge subs uh, a plan um, that's going to be available next year. Um, and they are releasing a what they're calling a founders bundle for $130 coming out this November, uh, which is basically a, uh, a, a Chromecast Ultra and in the controller that we've already saw. Um, they did say um, they, they did show that they're working with basically all publishers on, on, on having games on the service, which is important. Of course, you need that content. Um, they 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 showed Mortal Kombat. I, I don't know how great this is. This service is gonna be for a a fighting game. Uh, you know that latency is gonna be killer. Uh, we'll we'll see what they do. But then they came out straight up and said that if you want the best, which is uh, 4K HDR, 60 frames a second with surround sound, um, you need at least 35 megabits for your um, for your broadband connection. Uh, which is, I mean, we live in Florida. We we have okay internet. Our, our internet here, compared to like most parts of the country, is actually pretty good. Um, I mean, we have decent internet actually. So this that's not too bad, man. For uh, for bandwidth, although I did hear that for sixty five hours of gameplay, you'll be using around a terabyte of data. Uh, that's just prepping people that want to use, you know, phone tethering and, and LTE and whatnot. Um, if you are, you know, a subscriber to AT&T or Spectrum or any other provider that doesn't have caps, you're not going to have a problem. But uh, this is going to be an issue with Comcast uh, customers since they have those caps. Um, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know if Comcast is getting ready to do adjustments, but... Um, but I think that if people start getting into this service, uh, they, they, they will be forced into making some changes for sure. Um, the controller by itself is $70, which is the same as a Switch uh, Pro controller. And uh, yeah, Joe, um, man, this is it's pretty exciting um, because they, they're, they're, they're coming out and they're being very aggressive. So uh, what do you think, man? Yeah, I, I have a lot of thoughts about the business model. Uh, I think that's really what they um, that was what they really had to sell to us at this event more than anything else. Because before and they yep. had showed us, uh, you know, how they expected um, this service to work, and you know the uh, the hope of having a lot a lot of different franchises um, to be playable on their um, device and on their service. So looking at the nine ninety nine a month for that pro subscription. That's a very good price point. It's fair. It's enough that they don't have to have a crazy amount of day one subscribers and they'll be able to keep their head above water early on. So that I think that's a good price point looking at it. You know, if they would have done something crazy like five or six dollars, it's like you're not gonna be able to survive. But if you also did something like, you know, twenty dollars like a month, nobody would have signed up for it. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just the reality. So they, they really did their research right. I mean it's Google, we expect that, right? Um, $130 for that bundle, that's a, a great way of encouraging people to sign up from, from day one, the whole founder's idea, right? You know, be a, be one of the beginners. I know people who are um, passive gamers that took notice of this announcement simply because they wanted to know what what the model was going to be and what, what this was all going to be about. And that, that $130 price point really got them happy. Um, so that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, looking at the, the feedback and the noise coming back there. 
though the thing about the whole um buying games separately i understand that that's i understand it's necessary i understand you know i'm not i'm not against that uh i'm just gonna be curious to see how that works digital price you know games how that's gonna vary what that's gonna look like i mean there's really no indication at all everything we say from here is speculation because there's there's no way to really tell yeah. what that's gonna be like so that's something that's gonna have to be interesting because we know physical games you know, sixty dollars just just to have the hard copy, and also for digital copies like on you know PlayStation Network and whatnot. But was that going to be in Google Stadia? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I wouldn't mind checking out the service once they come up with the with the free model, especially since you can use it on anything, right? Um, so I wouldn't mind checking it out, and of course you can use um, your PS4 and Xbox controllers on it as well. Um, just going back real quick on that, Joel, uh, it was very, I think, proactive of Apple to announce that that Apple TV and iOS devices are going to be compatible with uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One controllers via Bluetooth. So that was very That's reactive very on their part, um, especially now with uh, with remote play on, on iOS devices for PS4. I saw a video of someone playing uh, Persona 5 on their iPad with a PS4 controller and I was like, oh, this is like what this is exactly what I needed, exactly what I wanted. Yes, so um, so that was, that was pretty cool to see. Very reactive, I think very very wise of their part, um, although they, they could be wiser in some other areas. I don't want to talk about Apple today because we have a lot of stuff to talk about, but uh, boy, $9.99 for a stand, Joe. Holy crap. <laughs> a um, stand. The stand, yeah, um, yeah. I I want to see. I want to see what what's that? Oh, go ahead, man. Yeah, I was also going going to the the modeling, uh, the price model. So one of the things that they do highlight is that you can cancel any time your subscription, which is great. It's not like a one year promise my life on it kind <laughs> of you know subscription. It's like no, you can cancel. But the the key is that um, get only the games that you actually purchase. While you had your, um, you know, your, your subscription, you'll have access to. You won't have access to anything else. Obviously, we know there's two what two free games that come with it day one, right? Destiny and uh, Destiny Two, of... compl- uh, the collection they're calling it, which right. is basically the entirety of of Destiny Two. Yeah, um, and uh, I believe, yeah, that's the one that comes with the service. Comes so, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, they include if you get the founders package, you get three months of the pro service. For two people, so you get one for yourself and one to share with someone, um, which is a good way of uh, for for them to for people to spread uh, spread the word, right? Right. Uh, it's it's very it's a very wise decision on their end. Um, yeah, they they announced a, a bunch of stuff, you know, uh, on those games. Of course, uh, the one that I want to mention is Final Fantasy Fifteen, because holy crap, Final Fantasy Fifteen, Obed loves that game. Um, and uh, they did reveal Baldur's Gate three, which was rumored uh, uh, since last week that that's gonna be that was gonna be a thing. Uh, you know, two K is gonna be in with NBA two K, Mortal Kombat eleven, Dragon Ball Universe two, uh, Doom Eternal, Samurai Showdown. So you'll have uh, a very good list of games that are gonna be available on this service, and that's not counting whatever other games they managed to uh, cram in before. The service launches. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, I don't. 
see i don't want cloud gaming to be the future of gaming because of you know the the, the attachment that i have to physical media you uh, and i are both like that yeah yeah so it, and i mean this i think this is a good compliment to yes. to traditional gaming um in in the same way you know playstation now uh could be a good compliment to you know uh to ps plus and and into having a, a playstation so yeah interesting stuff um curious to see what else they come up with and uh they did say that they're gonna have more information available you know in, in the near future but yeah man it's a uh, it's pretty interesting stuff and um and they're they're not playing around which is good because it forces the hand, right? And and we talked about it just before we started recording. Yep. And it's like this it makes total sense why Sony and Microsoft are just joining forces in in this, you know, cloud gaming and and a cloud AI initiative that they're that they're doing because they 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 needed it's, it. It's they necessary. It. Yeah, they they knew what was going to happen. I think that they knew that this was going to be very aggressive. They both knew uh and you know, Microsoft lacked the expertise, and Sony lacked the infrastructure, and and it was and it was one of those win-win sort of, sort of scenarios for them. And in the case of Google, they they had both. You know, they had the expertise, uh, and, and they had you know they definitely had the infrastructure. Uh, of course, you know, uh, uh, as we mentioned in the past, Jade Raymond joined the Stadia team as. Yeah. Uh, as one of their VPs, so so they definitely they're they into it. Phil Harrison, who was at both the you know uh, the the PlayStation Three reveals back in the day, uh, and as well as uh, some of the Xbox One uh, Xbox Three Sixty uh, in the later years as well. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's good. I think it's it, competition is good, man. I agree. And this is gonna force Sony and Microsoft to uh, to put on the put on their big boy pants and 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 do something because um, I think these this guys are are coming very aggressive. These guys are coming for the casual market, bro. Like that's what they, that's what they want to do. They just like they don't they don't care about the hardcore gamer. The hardcore gamer is gonna buy their you know three thousand RPC and their consoles and their games and they're gonna play without latency and whatnot. Um but who who watches the watchmen, right? It's who it's who takes care of the casuals and, and this is it. You know, you don't need to buy any hardware, you don't need anything. Uh we'll go ahead and hook you up with a controller. You can play anywhere. They've kind of simplified it and made it a- appear at least to be economic friendly, economically friendly. So, which people like that, like, I don't need to commit too much, but okay, yeah, so we'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. Um, Joe, let's go ahead and uh, kick off our predictions. Mm-hmm. And um, let's start with EA, because they are, I think they're EA. the first ones coming out on uh, on Saturday. Um, They're going to have a big apology Please be excited for Anthem, sort of thing, Joe. Because I mean, of course we we talk about Anthem and how that roadmap—they're not even gonna use it anymore. Um, who knows where they're going with with Anthem? Um, they might as well just kill it and reboot. Uh, it may take a year for them to do that, but um, 
Yeah, Joel, what do you think on that one? Yeah, I, I definitely think that EA is going to put a lot of uh, sorry about Anthem, sorry about some of the stuff that we've you know had this <laughs> negative publicity <laughs> for quite a bit here. Sorry about um, the Battlefield Five, um, yeah, uh, Battle Royale, which apparently Royale. is terrible. Yeah, nobody, not just not a lot of good uh, stuff that that people have been talking about well for them. Obviously, there's also gonna try and put in their in our faces some some of the positives, right? Like they're gonna quickly try and say like, "Hey, uh, Apex Legends, like you know, we're, we're, this thing's happening." Of course, they're gonna be like, "We've got a new Star Wars coming," which is probably gonna be their biggest hope, their biggest hope for a showstopper that they can put out. Yeah. Um. For for they released for, the yeah. uh, box art for it today. It looks. I yeah. Mean, it, I was, looks su- I, it looks super generic. <laughs> it does it does but believe it or not though it, it, people people like it i mean there's there's a someone that that you know we work with that they asked me about it today They're like oh hey what is this thing they never not heard of it before and oh, they, no, they, no. they don't they don't uh they don't game frequently at all and they but they saw that and they're like oh wow and i sh- showed them the trailer and they're like i might need to get this i don't know so it's 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 i mean they're doing good on the marketing but yep. i don't think ea's really had a struggle with marketing prior so much as it's been like the devils in the details for them, like once people get their hands on the actual product, like oh wait, what are you guys doing with this thing? So they got to get their, their their announcements right, not just with um, the IPs, but also with like how they treat them. So one big thing for EA Joe that we haven't mentioned, and I have not seen any updates on this, so I'm just gonna go here, uh, gonna go on a limb here. Um, I believe that the next Madden is the last Madden that they have under a license uh, under exclusive licensing from wow. the NFL. So I don't know if they actually renewed that or extended that deal, but their original deal when they took the license away, uh, remember that 2K used to make those oh, yeah. awesome, take, yeah, take two football? 2K, yeah. Yeah, they, used they, they used to make those awesome football games, and and they were better than Madden. They were they reviewed better, they sold better. So EA logged the license in. No more NFL for anyone until 2020. Um, but the next one's the last one. And, you know, what's going to happen after that? Is this going to be like the end-all, be-all Madden that people want, be, have been wanted, have been wanting since, you know, for 10 years? Or Although people do buy Madden just because of the exclusivity. Like, that just purely for that reason, they move well. Yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, you know, Madden used to be the oh, sports sure. video game and now NBA no, 2K is 2K the one. Took over. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's EA is in a weird spot, man. It's like they they I think that they're trying and not trying at the same time, which is really weird to say, but it's <laughs> it's it, it's it's just rough all all over the place and I, I don't know where they're going and I really don't know what they're what they want to do but yeah like what you said you know f- uh, uh, f- uh full in order is probably going to be um the the biggest thing that the, their biggest push uh during whatever they show yeah because yeah. they can't they, they got they got to get a lot of positive publicity a bit i mean laying off was it 350 people uh not that long ago and i mean just there's just been a lot of big issues going around these guys so this has got to be something that people look at them pop they don't need any negativity they need to play it very safe and be play, play nice absolutely um yeah they're uh, i'm looking at uh just a uh just to touch back on the madden 
uh, licensing and uh yeah they they basically i mean it it was 2020 but they really don't know like there's like no information on it so mm. i mean could very well be that it's it's done but you know at the same time they just could keep renewing um i'm i'm not sure if 2k is really interested in that license anymore on based on how how well they do with uh, NBA and 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 them being able to uh, focus resources on NBA and not having to worry about having to refocus the studio onto another sports brand. So yeah, it's they're they're in a weird spot. Of course, they make they make a billion dollars out of FIFA, right? So of course they're gonna bring in like Pele or someone, you know, some old. Uh, a football player uh, and 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 you know say like oh yeah here's the next next FIFA give us a billion dollars and they'll probably do that um, but they're not they're not in a spot to you know uh, keep souring the pond because it's right. it's getting to them right. um, but yeah I mean do you do you expect anything else uh, just to move on um, and any other I don't think we'll see any other battlefronts. Uh, no. or any other battlefields for at least a couple of years. No, just some, so. just a bunch of Apex Legends. Like I said before, uh, you know they they have to play it safe. Yeah, yeah. I really don't know what they're planning. So EA is one of the most cryptic ones for me. Um, Joe, Ubisoft, um, makers of of your favorite franchise, Assassin's Creed. Joel's representing over there. <laughs> so. Uh, there's no Assassin's Creed this year, right? Uh, but we did hear and you know got a confirmation of Watch Dogs Legion um, that's coming out this year. So, do you think, Joel, that that that's gonna be their new thing? It's gonna be Watch Dogs Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs Assassin's Creed, and that way they can pause the franchises in between. They, that could be that. That's a good good theory. I've not looked at it that way. Um... For sure, like we know, Assassin's Creed has to have that in between cycle pause. But Watch Dogs, I don't know if that's going to be as as often as we might think. I, I don't know because it's been a while since Watch Dogs too, right? Um, two years. Two years, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, then maybe they'll keep that cycle. I, I personally, I wasn't that crazy about Watch Dogs too. A lot of people ran to it. It looked cool. Looked like a cool next gen thing, but. I loved. I liked Watch Dogs one a lot. I played that played that quite a bit, but um, Watch Dogs two just never really got crazy about it. Well, I can't wait to see what Watch Dogs Legion is going to be right. The third installment. Where yeah, you go this from was, there. Yeah, this was going to be uh, set in London, and uh, the big thing for this game is that you can basically recruit uh, NPCs for your uh, to your group. Mm. And and you can play as any of the of those NPCs that you recruit. So you don't have a one character. Basically, your goal is to build your, you know, hacker man group, basically, and and then you can play as any of them because they all have different skills. Um, and based on what they that the description that they put out, you can recruit anyone. Like you can approach any NPC. Hey, do you have skills? Let's go. You know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um. You know, being set in London, they're saying that the the game will not feature like gunfights because it's you know it's it's London, 
Um, so they 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 will probably approach combat in a different way, which is which is good. And they've always used that like uh, like nightstick kind of you know thing a lot more than than, than even shooting. It's, shooting's been minimal. Yeah, I don't think the shooting on on Watch Dogs have been like the the like the selling point. I think yeah. the their selling point has been more of the uh, you know the hacking spying sort of thing and then yeah the the like get off my back sort of like uh uh a combat versus you know a, a full frontal you know assault with a you know rifle or something so um yeah it uh, i'm i, I really want to see that game in action that game has uh, you know has piqued my interest because it sounds different enough that um i i wouldn't mind checking it out um the uh the other one that that there's been MIA forever is that Skulls and Bones game, Joe. Oh my gosh, yeah. That was like two years ago, right? Or three years ago? And, and, no, ago. I, I, that was two, but yeah, I, I don't think anybody's cares. <laughs> it's about two years ago. You know what? Let's do a, an on-the-fly uh, look, up, uh, of look up on that game, but yeah. uh, do you have any, any predictions was... for Ubisoft? Uh yeah, they're gonna definitely bring Just Dance because why not? It's <laughs> Just Dance, <laughs> bro. I mean, dude, it's like how many years straight of Just Dance? I mean, just just keep dancing, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what we'll be called. Just Dance. Was it five, six, seven, whatever? Just Dance. Keep dancing. I don't know, but uh... <laughs> um, how about uh, Beyond Good and Evil? Will we finally see gameplay on that? Uh yeah, I do actually. I do think we'll see some Beyond Good and Evil. Um. That makes sense. Uh, and then I also think maybe Obed will actually see some Splinter Cell, some something new from for Splinter Cell. Okay, I could, I could see that being a, a title, a franchise that that comes comes into the mix. Uh, I also think Obed that regardless that yeah we know an, an Assassin's Creed is not coming out now. I do think that the Assassin's Creed Ragnarok that's been rumored. There could be um, a, a, a formal announcement of that, of that being in progress. So, uh, you know, they don't have to do that, but there's been enough rumors around it that I could see them pulling that formal announcement. Okay, yeah. Um, so Skull and Bones was confirmed by GameSpot to be delayed until 2020. Wow. So next year. There uh, you go. Um, Joel, what do you think about uh, Ubisoft? Ubisoft coming out with their own. Uh, games service, uh, kind of like what EA Access is to Xbox and coming to PS4 soon. Um, there's rumors that there's going to be a service called, uh, again, uh, Uplay or Uplay Pro, something in that nature. Um, do you think we'll see something like that from Ubisoft? I do. I do. I do think that that's a that's a fair um, assessment. Not do they announce it at E3? Not sure they're ready for it yet. They might have to wait to see how much people buy into their upcoming titles to say they like these titles. We'll just get a subscription to us. Maybe they wait for that. But I do see it coming um, down down the line. I think that you, you we'll get to the next gen conversation coming up. But but this is gonna ha- it's gonna have to factor into the being a part of whatever next gen is, and that's gonna be streaming. So if you can get into it with this yes i think it's 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 inevitable right yeah how about anything new any any new ips are they going to play it safe or are they going to show anything new maybe one new ip what that is who knows right but maybe maybe one new thing but i i'm not too i'm not too much thinking that that's that's gonna be a focus like i said to you i think maybe a surprise would be like a splinter cell like something that we've already heard of before but maybe something new all right 
Let's move right along to uh, let's leave Microsoft till the end because uh, they're um, they're going to be they're go- they're they're kind of kind of a big deal, right? The show floor is theirs. The, yeah, it's thirty three. Is thirty three to win basically? Uh, <laughs> uh, but let's talk about Bethesda and. Again, going back to EA, will be will be will we be getting an apology for Fallout seventy six? Yes, I think the the way they might even do this, and I I, I forget, I think I heard someone else say this before, but um, the way they might do this, there's no reason that the basis except for us just purely predicting they might even make Fallout seventy six free to play. Wow. I'm serious, dude. So, so what happens to those people that bought the game a year ago, <laughs> or not bad. not a year ago, six months ago? Too bad. I think those people already threw their copies out or are using them as uh, door stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> just like I don't know, man. Just just going out. To, <laughs> it's going back to to pictures out there. I mean, those pictures that came from uh, from Germany was like people. Go into the store and it's like buy a buy a, a DualShock Four, get a free, a free Fallout seventy six, and buy a Fallout seventy six Xbox One bundle and get Fallout seventy six for free. <laughs> you get a second copy, so it it was bad. Like they like they 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 dropped the ball. Yeah, and and I've been saying this for a long time, and I've been a firm believer that Bethesda has been, they they've been they've been riding the uh, the fans' goodwill. The, they've been riding that wave for a while, and that the wave finally came to a stop. So I think they they really need to bring it uh, when it comes to uh, another other properties, right? Because you know we all know Doom's Eternal is gonna yep. be good. We all know Wolfenstein is gonna be good. Um, there's rumors that Shinji Mikami is gonna come back, uh, and, and do uh, Evil Within three, uh, mm. which I heard two was really good, uh, but Mikami does not direct that one. So, you know, there's that right. There's there's those things that we know are happening. Of course, Rage two just got released to sort of lukewarm reviews, um, but I think what Bethesda will probably do i don't know if this could be a you know mistake uh if, if they do this or or if they're gonna reignite the the you know the fan base's goodwill um is that they'll probably show something about what are whatever the, their next big project is whether it be that starfield or even elder scrolls scroll six which they have time for uh, they, yeah. The thing with Elder Scrolls is that they said that they're at least five years away. Yeah, they have time. Show, showing something so early, man. Uh, look at Square with their, you know, Final Fantasy trailers, and we'll talk about them in a minute. But, um, man, I don't, I don't know if that's gonna be good. Um, yeah, I mean, they have cool stuff to show again with Doom and Wolfenstein and whatnot. But, but they need more titles. They need to. They need. They definitely need to put out some new stuff. Yeah, well, they need to they need to make sure that the, their flagship titles are shown in some way. Yeah, and yeah, I agree with you with uh, with your with with Fallout seventy six becoming free to play. I think this could be a that could be a bombshell that can be dropped during the during the conference. Um, you know, that game was was. Oh, I gotta watch my language. This is a family friendly podcast. It, it angered it, people. This game was messed up yeah. since, uh, since it launched. Like, it glitched and 
the monetization uh, uh, behind the game was was screwed up, and the game just didn't work in any way. It was like an absolute disaster. At least Anthem, you know, in a you know mechanical way, it works. The you know it's kind of boring, but it works, right? Sure, sure. Um, but this game was like, yo, what the heck, man? I I really don't know. I I I mean. Um. Yeah, they they they'll they're ask for your money. They're apologize and they'll they'll gl- give you a glimpse of the future, and hopefully they announce that they're getting rid of that terrible engine that they've been using for forever, because that engine's awful and outdated. So so hopefully they do something new. Um, Joe, Square Enix uh, is taking over Sony's yep. uh, spot um, on Monday night, and. My prediction is that we'll see, we'll get two two big things from them. Um, it's gonna be we're gonna get a release date for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One because um, they've confirmed that the game will be split in two parts. It's gonna be a part one, part two. Uh, I you know this this is not news. Like this has been rumored for forever that the game is gonna be you know. They they said episodic, but it's not really episodic. I mean, is is they're going to split it in two parts, um, and uh, my prediction is that that game's coming out in uh, March of next year. Okay, so so that's going to be my prediction for Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, they're announced the uh the final uh Kingdom Hearts three DLC, and it's going to be a kind of like one of those re things they do for Kingdom Hearts, but instead of selling you a separate uh, $60 game, they'll probably just sell you a $20 expansion where you get maybe a new world, new characters, and, you know, the true ending to the game or something like that. Uh, so I I I see that happening uh, on their end. Um, other than that, I think they're going to play it safe. Um, I, I really wish that they would give us an update on that game, that fantasy game, that Platinum Games was developing for them. I forgot the name, uh, but while I look for it, Joe, anything that you have for Square Enix? Well, uh, you know, since aside from the stuff you already mentioned, Avengers is going to definitely be um, talked about in depth, and they they've already kind of um, you know teased that ahead of the show. So it's gonna be that's a full gonna... reveal on that one. Exactly. So that that's perfect, right? Like this is the year of the Avengers, dude. Like they're what 70 mil away from uh being the all-time highest domestic uh film sorry the highest domestic highest grossing worldwide film um we'll hit that we'll see but but just saying that people love the that property um people have been anticipating this game for a while this is the year that they can really um, get people hyped on it early. Uh, so, so yeah, hopefully that will be a really uh, bombshell trailer for like, oh my gosh, that's Avengers game, right? Like people are really, really talking about it. Uh, that this could be a, a really nice um, piece for for Square Enix. Uh, a separate from that though, like you mentioned, Obed, um, uh, which property again were you saying about March saying Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy? Uh, remake right the seven remake it yeah. yep remake so that's fascinating um if that is the case then i think it's gonna have be uh, a cross-generational game in the sense that like 
you know, what what rumors are maybe April. Um, we'll get into that later on too. But rumors are April is, uh, of twenty twenty is when you know maybe we'll have a PS five kind of launch or whatever that ends up being called, and maybe Microsoft too. We'll see. But like, obviously, backwards compatibility is going to be a thing. But I could see this being one of those nice little. This is something a lot of people waiting on. This is really cool. Play it here and play it there. Yeah, that could be the case. Yeah. For sure, I can see that. Uh, Babylon's Fall was that game that yes. uh, that was uh, Square Enix uh, and Platinum Games that was um, uh, revealed last year. So I really want to see more about this game for sure. And the guy that worked on that game, I think, helped do Bayonetta or, or, or something. Um, so, uh, yeah. It was this. I think this is the director of Near Automata. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, so it, so it looks like a promising title. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I really want to see more about this game, um, but yeah, I think I think that they're gonna spend their time with um, with Final Fantasy and Avengers. That's gonna be their two. There's gonna be their two big show pieces. We'll we may get you know a gameplay reveal for this game. Uh, we like I said, Kingdom Hearts three still out there, uh, sold really well. Um, so they 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 should go ahead and put out that DLC. They haven't announced that the game has you know ceased development. Uh, kind of like what we had with Devil May Cry 5 when um, a month after the, after the game came out, it was like, oh, yeah, we've seized development. We're done. So that's it. Um, and they went ahead and moved on to, to other stuff. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see anything too crazy about Square. I, I think they're just going to showcase those games because they're they're good games uh, for them to put out there and, and have uh, people react to them. Uh, Joe, Avengers, any predicted date for that? Uh, I do think that that comes out next year. Next year, I don't think it comes out this year. So next year, maybe early, even next year, I could see maybe. Okay, like like half first half of right twenty twenty. Okay, right. yeah, that's possible. That's definitely possible. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see about that on on Square. Uh, Joel Nintendo, um, they're the last ones to go, uh, but I want to talk to them uh, before I, I get into Microsoft because Microsoft, it's in a in a in a very crazy transitional period right now, uh, you know, regarding the Xbox brand. But Nintendo, other than you know what they uh, already showed about Pokemon, uh, of course, they said that Pokemon, um, the uh, the remake of uh, uh, the, the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, um, in uh, Marvel Ultimate Ultimate Alliance and Luigi's Mansion Three, those games are going to be playable on the floor. Uh, but other than that, Joe, big announcement wise, um, I think Nintendo is going to reveal a couple of new things and, and new fresh things. Uh, they're going to tease at something huge, for sure. Like they're gonna tease as something that's Breath of the Wild type of level stuff. They're gonna they're not gonna show anything. They're just gonna tease about it. Um, and I think they're they're big. They're they're gonna do. They're gonna keep putting content on the Switch, and they're gonna keep bringing Wii U games that no one played <laughs> over to the Switch, and which is a good thing because a lot of people missed out on a, a lot of good stuff that came out on the Wii U because no one bought a Wii U because it. It was awful, um, but I I see them announcing a, um, a, a or deluxe version of Super Mario 3D World um, coming out possibly early next year, like what they did with uh, 
Super Mario Brothers 2 Deluxe. Um, and I see them bringing three Zelda games to the Switch in addition to wow. the one that's coming out. And that's going to be Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD, and they're going to bring Skyward Sword in HD to the Switch. Uh, Skyward Sword being a weird one because it was dependent on the Wii's uh, motion controls and they, they gotta find a way to get rid of that. So they may have to retool some stuff and maybe that's why the game never came out on the on the Wii U. We did get Twilight Princess and Wind Waker but I think that they're, that they're gonna be very bold and they're gonna announce uh, those three Zelda games which would make me lose my mind because I didn't know on a GameCube, I didn't know on Wii, so I, I that's it. I'm I'm caught up. After that, dude, I'm caught up with Zelda. So, wow! And and like that, those would be that would be fantastic. Like that's, I think they're they're gonna be they're they're in it to win it. They're gonna keep their momentum going. Uh, they may release them in a bundle. They may they may trickle them down. Uh, you know, people are are clamoring for Twilight Twilight Princess on Switch, so maybe we'll see that. And of course, Skyward Sword still stuck on the Wii, so maybe maybe we'll see that. Um, and of course, I think we are going to finally see something about Metroid Prime Four. So that's gonna be that's that's what I have for Nintendo because they've already showed a lot for this year. Yeah, they, I, I don't have too um, big expectations. I think the largest thing I could see coming out of this is a look at, um, you know, their their uh, their potential mini Switch kind of coming out, like the the you know the economy friendly Switch. So, that could be the one item I see their biggest piece. So did you see that uh, that uh, skews that got leaked from GameStop? No. Nope. So. There was, I think, 60 SKUs for the Switch that got leaked. And there's one SKU that was $200. Okay. And I don't think Nintendo's crazy enough to do a $200 collector's edition <laughs> game. So that could potentially be the that mini Switch yeah. thing. Um, there was a render. Of course, it, it was fake. Uh, but it basically, there was a render floating around that basically looked like a Vita with a, with a Wii. With a, not Wii, I'm sorry. The, the Switch. Uh, sort of button layout. Joy-Cons, yeah. yeah, the well, it will not have removable Joy Cons and and HD Rumble, so those features are going to be gone, and that's how they're going to be able to cut the costs on that. Nice. Um, yeah, but but uh, I do think though um, it will be dockable. I just don't think it will come with a dock. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Um. And and you know why they the this is the right time for them to do them to do it because. Uh, Persona Q2 um, is coming out for the for the 3DS, and that is the last game for the 3DS. There's no other games coming out after that, so they're not gonna be. They're gonna they're not gonna lose that market, man. No, no. They got they gotta secure the like the put in your pocket and keep going market, and you cannot put a switch in your pocket. So you can try. You can, you will fail. You can attempt. <laughs> you must have really huge pockets to, <laughs> to put a switch in. Literal, literally huge pockets, not not wealthy so, pockets. So, oh, Joel, here's a business idea. We should have cargo pants for the switch. It's like so we got switch pockets on the side. Cargo cargo uh, shorts are definitely are fans of our sweaty nerds. <laughs> Patent it. 
done. Yep. Stamp it. Oh um, man, we have it on our live show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think I think this, this is the right yeah. time for them to announce it. And you know, coming in at two hundred dollars, this is very aggressive. Um, yeah, I can I can definitely see that being the case, man. Yeah, that 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 to me that was the first thing that so to me the largest um thing that people are going to talk about coming out of there. Aside from like you're saying, um, like if they bring you know bring the, the last of the Zelda pieces that we you haven't been able to play, like if they bring that on Switch, it's gonna be great. I think also um, they'll showcase some of the Xbox Game Pass stuff that that has been uh-huh. rumored to be coming on to, to Switch that that um, you know shared service where you can bring some of those games on to Nintendo. It's a way of expanding their brand. It's a way of Microsoft playing nice. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely can see that being a piece that's showcased during the show. Uh, and I also think uh, Halo could, could be one of those things that maybe makes its way onto the switch. That's pretty bold. Maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but you know what? I've been known to, to make bad bets like I did with X-Men. So <laughs> I, I still owe you lunch for that. That's it, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I have for Nintendo. They've been showing a lot throughout the year. Of course, I'm looking forward to Astral Chain coming out in August, uh, amongst other things. But, uh, but that's what I have for them. Wow. Yeah. Now, yeah, moving now to Microsoft Joe, um, because Sony is quote unquote not gonna be there, um, but going <laughs> just going into Microsoft Joe. Um, we'll see Forza. <laughs> we'll see Halo Infinite because Bro, that's for, confirmed. Forza's like the Just Dance of, of Xbox. Like, of Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out every year. Yeah. Well, this is not not a Horizon year, right? This is a, a motorsport year, right? So this okay. is a sim one. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm lo- I don't care about racing games. So yeah, but uh, Halo Infinite. It's gonna be there. They, nice. That's confirmed, and they also confirmed that the game will not be on Xbox One. So, th- what you will see, this will be more than likely next gen stuff. Mm. Um, they said that it's gonna be there. Um, and and they they've confirmed that this was not Xbox One. So so there's that. Um, I see them bringing back Fable. In some way, um, they they need that you know action RPG sort of game on their library for sure. So I do see them bringing Fable back. Um, there was that studio that was supposed to be working on on a Fable game. I think it was one of the Gears of War studios that they they had. So I can definitely see that. I think we'll see something from Ninja Theory that was announced that they got bought out by Microsoft last year. Um, I think I think we'll see uh, what they're be what they're working on. Uh, uh, apparently, Ninja Theory has been working on a game that's uh, supposed to be like an like an open world online co op shooter sort of thing. Uh, they're experimenting, of course. That's that's what you know. Ninja Theory is, is has always been a very experimental sort of company, so uh, you know studio. So I can I can definitely see that from them. Um, Gears of War Five is gonna get an announced date, or you know, a release date. It's gonna get announced, basically. Um, I can definitely see that happening. Um, 
anything else be- before we talk hardware, Joel? Any anything else? They said that they're gonna have like four new IPs. Yes. So I that that's my thing is like last year they made a big focus on the studios that they acquired. I think this is the year where they um they obviously they they they're just not it's not feasible for them to show a bunch of stuff that, that they have in production. I just don't think a lot of those things are just ready to be seen. But I think that like you're saying that they do take like they've mentioned those three or four um, titles and, and and give time to them. Saying this, remember we talked about this stuff last year. We acquired these guys. We want to bring you guys exclusives. We want to bring you guys some stuff that you'll be proud of. And then this is the year where they're going to put it in our face and say this is what we've been working on. This is. Um, going to really tie into the future of of some of these uh new things that we're bringing on to xbox so i i do agree with that um i also think that they'll show a lot more of the xbox game pass and then i also think that um age of empires 4 might be something that they spend some time on too but all, all the other stuff you mentioned that that's where they'll 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 really stick their focus on they'll try and make us forget about crackdown 3 they'll try and make us forget about <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I'm just i serious. already forgot about crackdown uh, you did 3. Uh, you know you yeah. don't have to even make me forget about it i already <laughs> forgot about that well for the microsoft fanboys you know that Trash was supposed fire. to be that was supposed to be crap. their saving grace right that was supposed to be the one to put them ahead and and just and be the thing oh that they goodness. could hang their hats on and and it wasn't so uh, which is no surprise. So, you know, this is going to be a year they're going to have to say, we this is new stuff to be proud of. This yeah, is what the a, three or four th- titles. Yeah, what about third-party stuff that's going to get shown at Microsoft? Do you think we'll get something from from software, uh, which they, they're working on a, on a big game with uh, George R. R. Martin? And yes. So that's rumored to be, it's to be coming out for everything. Um, that's going to be a, a Namco-published game. Um, do you think we'll see anything from Capcom? I mean, Capcom already gave us what we wanted: RE2 and right. and, and and DMC5. So, um, maybe, if we see, yeah. I mean, we may see something from Capcom. Maybe yeah. them them bringing something back. Uh, you know, a, 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 another remake or reboot uh, of one of their classic franchises. Um. Do you think we'll see anything from uh, Activision at all, other than Call of Duty? Call of Duty, yeah, probably uh, not. Yeah, right, nothing else I've recall. That's enough of time taking up right there, and and like we're gonna get into it, but I think next gen will take a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I do see, I do see a, a, a few um, of the um, third party uh, studios and and publishers coming out during the Microsoft conference and making an announcement, of course. You know, uh, looking forward to that from software announcement. Looking forward to anything that Capcom has to announce. I'll be looking forward to after this stellar two years that we've had from them. Uh, they're back back to being Cap God, so you know they're they're on the right track. Yeah. Um, next gen stuff. Um, do you think they're okay? My prediction: next gen, and this is based on. All the information that I've compiled and read and rumors and speculation and whatnots. Um, Xbox Infinite is going to be the name of the console. Um, it's going to launch at four ninety nine sometime next year. They're not going to talk price this year, but that's my prediction. But that's my prediction what the console is going to be called. Um, very similar specs to the 
rumored PS5, but not as high because of uh, PS5, uh, the PS5 using a lot of custom hardware. Um, they will, however, release a less powerful version, uh, but they're not going to call it the Infinite Value because that game is awful. But they they will definitely use a, a different moniker on it. Um, they they will they're not going to use Xbox One. They'll definitely use like Xbox Infinite. The other they may call it Xbox Infinite S and Xbox Infinite S. Oh wait, did I say S twice? I did. You did. Oh boy. See S X little Billy. Little Billy is going to be real disappointed when he can't do AK <laughs> graphics at Christmas. Like, can you guys just get the name right for little Billy's sake? <laughs> yeah. yeah so that yeah that, i think that's my prediction uh the the cheaper one is gonna be priced at uh three uh, at 349 but it will not have a blu-ray player um the the like the the nice one is gonna have a blu-ray player and you know the higher end graphics and whatnot um the the like the the Lesser model is going to be basically more, uh, more of an uh, an overclocked uh, uh, Xbox One X, basically. So it's going to be almost on par to that, um, a bit quicker because it'll have a, a better CPU. Um, it's it's what I think it will. Um, but yeah, sometime next year, um, maybe you know, fall next year, we'll probably see them, Joe. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know. They're they're gonna make it very simple. They're gonna have to put out something um, of a next gen tease, and it's gonna be just that a tease. They're gonna say the future of Microsoft is here. We've been working on on this thing. Um, they're not gonna give us a name. They're they're just gonna. I think that they're just gonna tell us that this is what we're we're working on. I think they're gonna come up with a name. They, okay. I think they're ready. They, they, they need because they need to. They need to be out there. They they need to release for uh before the PS5, and, and they that, have to. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Like I think that's why they're gonna try and rush this. Of, of like we have to say that we're working on the future of whatever. But I mean, look, I think Sony will have a surprise. I'm not gonna get too crazy ahead of it. But you know, I, I do think that like Sony will also say the future of PlayStation is coming. We'll talk about this thing more at this event. You know, and tease their own event during E3. I think that they'll try and pull that that audience and attention so people know that look, we 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 out here, we're here. Um, but I do think that Microsoft will try just to get ahead of it. They'll they'll make sure that they say, um, you know, working on our next gen properties. This is the kind of um, uh, this is the next gen, the next gen type of hardware um, specifications and things that we expect. You know, we expect us to have this uh, native, you know, native 4K and this type of you know online service and like they're gonna like kind of keep it very basic sales pitch, and then they can as they're working on this, then they figure out more. Then they can um, put the, the 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 nails you know in, in uh, at another point. So they'll they'll have to just play yeah. it smart early. Yeah, they need to play smart, but um, you know they they need to put their foot forward um, before before PS Five um, because they need it. They 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 need it. Um, Joel, I have a very very bold prediction, um, and it's that um, either uh, Sean Layden or uh, or Jim Ryan show up at this conference from wow. Sony. Wow, and to talk about. The, the, the partnership. partnership. 
That'd be nice. Yeah. And and that's a bold prediction, but um I think I think that's gonna be a thing. That'd so, be very nice. Yeah, and, and it'll be a it'll be a very uh a uh, very surreal moment for all of us, and a and a and a very salty moment for all those Xbox fanboys. Like, what is this guy doing here? So, um, but yeah, I think I think they're gonna come out uh, and, and definitely show something. I think this thing's far along. I think they're ready to put their foot forward before PlayStation, and and if they're ready, they're if they're ready to show Xbox Infinite uh, running on on what could be next gen hardware, they they can definitely. Uh, benefit from the hype and use that as you know their launching point this is what we're working on and here you go um i'm pretty sure we'll probably see some more of uh cyberpunk sometime somewhere in this conference um maybe something from you know even another studio maybe something from bethesda announced in during this conference uh because a bethesda goes out uh the uh, later that night so I can see I can see some really big stuff uh, coming out. It's just that we're in a very weird moment right now, where you know we're getting ready to transition to a next gen more, more than likely within the next ten months, and um, it, and it's kind of hard to decipher right now what everyone's doing. Like we've really nailed it the last two years that we did this, but this year it's is it's weird. And then with Sony not having a conference. Although, like what you said, and that's my prediction, Sony is going to drop a release date for The Last of Us. And it's going to drop, you know, a hint out their next event to talk about next gen. Um, and they're, they're going to keep dropping hints here and there. Uh, I think that this E3 is going to be the most important E3 that we've had in a, in a while. In a, I want to say since... Uh, since... Uh, uh, Shuhei Yoshida taught us how to uh, share. <laughs> it taught us how to share uh, uh, games on PS4 uh, without a voice. Is is like thanks, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be the biggest E3 since that one. Wow. Um, and you know, again, uh, the not the biggest when it comes to like a lot of stuff, but importance wise, uh, I think this is gonna be a very important E3. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't I don't see anything else uh, that that's gonna be super crazy. Of course, you know Microsoft could announce uh, new IPs. That's gonna be TBD. Uh, of course, now this other studios they need to deliver because if not, they're gonna get shuttered. So um, talk, oh, they'll, all the, uh, they'll, they'll talk about their TV series with Halo. Uh, I don't they'll, think they'll, they'll talk. Be. They'll talk about. That I don't think sure. they're gonna talk any TV at all. It's their biggest at... property, man. Nah, dude, they're not gonna. They're not gonna wing it. They're we'll gonna see. play. They're gonna play it so safe, man. They're gonna play it so safe. Like last year, it was like don't even talk. Just put, just play the trailers. Like play the trailers. And all the trailers played. And uh, thank you guys. But I think this one's gonna have more interaction uh, because of hardware. Uh, being a thing, so uh, that that's what I got, man. I I don't see any any really really crazy surprises. I mean, I I, will, I love to be surprised. So I, I I'm hoping that next week, Joe, when we record, that that I'll be I'll be surprised, and and I tell you guys that I'm excited and I am surprised by stuff that happens. So uh, yeah, we'll see. 
Joe, in the meantime, man, where can everyone find us? Absolutely. Thank you guys for taking time out of your special day to spend some special time with us on this special episode of No Load Time. We talked all about... So special, Joe. So special. It really is. Uh, but guys, make sure to stay connected with us. Go ahead and subscribe to our show. Uh, we're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Uh, we also are on YouTube as well. Please make sure to go ahead and follow us on our social media so you can stay up to date. Go ahead and follow us at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, feel free to send in an email. So as we talked about in the beginning of our show that we uh, appreciate feedback and we also welcome questions, comments that we may uh, be able to discuss on the show about you know some of the things that we, we discussed today. Maybe you, you're, you have predictions yourselves you want to send to us. Feel free to do that. Send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and we can't wait to see you guys on our very next episode. Thank you guys, and tune in next week to see if we got any of this right and if we're excited and surprised. So thank you guys again. We'll see you next week.